0: Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. It's Thursday the 3rd of November. In your squiz today, North Korean missiles fired, vigils for Cassius, paying for Twitter, and a few shonky deals. This is your squiz today. Siobhan, the strained relationship between North and South Korea took a turn for the worse yesterday when the North fired 10 missiles. One came too close for comfort for their southern neighbours. It breached the maritime border. That's been in place since they split more than 70 years ago. Yes, North Korea has been firing a lot of missiles lately, but this is a considerable
1: escalation. Officials in the South say various types of missiles were used, one of which landed in the sea less than 60 kilometres from the city of Sokcho, and it didn't just impact the mainland. Residents of an island off the east coast were ordered into underground shelters as air raid sirens rang out. And the South responded in kind within just three hours, with their forces
0: firing three missiles towards the northern side of the border. South Korea's President Yoon Sung-yeol called the launch an effective territorial invasion. Experts reckon North Korean President Kim Jong-un typically launches missiles when he wants to test weapon technology, send political threats or shore up support amongst his own people for the military.
1: Yes, this time they say it's in response to the United States staging its largest ever air drills involving hundreds of warplanes with South Korea. But tensions have been rising in the Korean peninsula for some time, with North Korea firing a record number of test missiles throughout the year, including a long-range ballistic missile over Japan last month.
0: What happened yesterday has prompted both Japan and South Korea to call national security meetings, and US Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin will also meet with his South Korean counterpart at the Pentagon this week. Thousands of mourners have been gathering across the country to pay their respects to 15 year old Indigenous boy Cassius Turvey. Siobhan, he died after sustaining injuries during a walk home in Perth suburbs last month.
1: Yeah, we spoke a bit about this earlier this week ahead of the first gathering, but overnight there have, as you say, been several Justice for Cassius vigils held in capital cities around the country, and there are more scheduled, including overseas as well in New Zealand and the United States. It comes as the West Australian Police Commissioner, Cole Blanche, says they are throwing everything they have at the ongoing investigation into Cassius's murder, and exploring all options for charges. A 21-year-old has been charged with murder, but authorities have been under pressure to acknowledge the racial element, as Prime Minister Anthony Albanese did last week.
0: Yeah, so Blanche also spent time with Cassius's mother, Michelle Turvey, and his other family members this week. She's called for calm and peace in an address read at the vigils yesterday. Elon Musk has been in the news almost every day since his long-awaited takeover of Twitter last Friday. He's sacked executives left, right and centre since then, and he's planning for some big changes at the company, Siobhan.
1: Yes, after a lot of speculation this week, Musk has talked about a new monthly fee for Twitter users to get the blue tick, and that's the verification proving that they are officially who they claim to be. He's tweeted that the current lords and peasants system is rubbish. Now, that's my words because his were rather more (laughs) colourful. But um, really, though, it's just a new revenue stream because he says they can't rely
0: on advertising and he says he wants to give power to the people. There's been a fair bit of pushback over this idea. And one person who doesn't want that so-called power to the people is author (laughs) Stephen King. He's got 6.9 million followers on Twitter. And as for a blue tick, he reckons Twitter should actually pay him to use the platform. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low-emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines, and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. Siobhan, Aussie consumer group, Choice, has handed out its annual Shonky Awards. For those who don't know, the Shonky's highlight some of what they say are the worst products and services on offer in Australia. One of the winners, if we can call them that, is maybe not a surprise if you've traveled somewhere this year.
1: Yes, it's the awards that no company wants to win, but as you say, Qantas has made the list, taking out the gong for being the spirit of disappointment. <laughs> after a year of delays, extreme wait times on their call centres and unusable flight credits. Other winners, or losers perhaps, were Steggles Chicken Nuggets Boosted with Veggies, which won for hiding veggies so well that Choice could barely find them. And flower delivery company Max, which received a shonky for And this is a quote, dodgy deliveries, dead flowers and accepting orders they can't (laughs) fulfil.
0: Yeah, there are some chonkies on that list. But when I'm in the mood for chicken nuggets, I'm probably not going to be that fussy. So I'd probably still eat those uh, Steggles ones. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I think rather you than me.
0: (laughs) Siobhan, if the cost of living has you looking for alternative investments, then Funko Pops, aka big-headed figurines of famous people and pop culture characters, could be for you. And you can score a limited edition one for the low, low price of $26,000. What a bargain. (laughs) (laughs) A total bargain.
1: So for... People who've never heard of these Funko Pops, they are 10 centimetre tall collectibles that look like kids' toys. But as you say, the most valuable one is estimated to be worth tens of thousands of dollars. It's known as the Holy Grail, and it's a glowing figurine of the clockwork orange character Alex Delarge, which... It's an interesting choice for a children's (laughs) toy. But if that price tag is a bit rich for you, though, the vast majority of Funko Pops are on
0: sale in local shopping centers for around 10 to 20 bucks. Yeah, that's a little more reasonable. I had a look around online this afternoon and I have to say probably one of my favourite characters is your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man so I might jump (laughs) online to pick up one of those. Was he a bit more reasonably priced? Yes not (laughs) one of the 26,000 ones. (laughs) Nice. Siobhan, speaking of pop culture figures I love, authorities in Wales have had to beg for Harry Potter fans to stop leaving old socks on a local beach. Okay, I'm going to start this by
1: saying that it's been over a decade since the last Harry Potter films came out, but if you still don't want any spoilers, you need to block your ears now, okay? (laughs) So what this is all about is people leaving tributes to Dobby the House Elf whose gravesite was filmed on this particular beach. And since the movie came out, thousands of people every year have been placing painted rocks and, as you say, socks (laughs) at the shrine, which sounds like a bit of fun, but it's actually a bit of an ecological nightmare and damaging the local environment. So they've begged people to please stop.
0: Well, as he said himself, socks are Dobby's favourite, favourite clothes, sir. (laughs) But I reckon even he'd want people to rein in the donations and keep the beach tidy here. Yes,
1: it's what he would have wanted, I think.
0: Quiz the day, Siobhan. We've got a good one which doubles as a lunch suggestion. It's National Sandwich Day in the US today. Have you got a favourite? You know, I was thinking about
1: this and it's a tough one because I'm a bit like Joey and Friends. I just love food and Sambo's in particular, <laughs> just full stop. But I reckon if you twist my arm, I'd probably say you can't get better than the classic Blatt or bacon, Ooh, lettuce, delicious. avocado and tomato.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's perfect for lunch or a hangover. So... Win-win. What about you? That's a really good choice. I think, though, I would have to one-up it and say that my favourite is a French sandwich, the uh, good old croque monsieur. Oh, oui, oui. <laughs> I love a bit of a toasted cheese. Yes, with
1: the ham. And the, it's got to have bechamel, though. If the it doesn't crispy. have bechamel, not a croque monsieur.
0: Authentic. Yeah. And that's it from us for today. But we'll be back tomorrow to start off your Friday. Chat to you then.